Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. I'm Mark Cooney for the Spotting and Neely podcast. And today we're joined by local lady Hayley Mason, who has come to tell us all about International Fibromyalgia Day on Saturday and an event she'll be running. In the studio, I'm also joined by uh, today by uh, Simon and Daniel, who will be helping me co-host and hopefully quiz Haley about everything that's going on. So, good morning, everyone. How are we doing? Good morning. Good, thank you. Good morning. So, like I say, in the studio today, we've got Haley Mason, a local lady, um, who is going to tell us all about herself and the group that she runs and um, the events that she's putting on this weekend. But um, before we go on, uh, just to let you know that this week's e-magazine is now live on spotandneely.com. So, please head over there and have a look, or you can find it on our Facebook page. Uh, and don't forget, if you've got any stories that you'd like to submit to the e-magazine, please send them to us through our email address, marketspotnewly.com. Uh, good morning, Simon. Hello. What have you got for us? Um, Speaking events over the weekend, obviously the big, big, big one is the opening of The Hive, um, the new leisure centre for Ely and surrounding areas. Uh, promises to be quite an exciting event, that one, so make sure you get down there. And that's on Saturday. Um, I think they open at 9 o'clock, but don't quite quote me on that one. I'll yeah, check we'll as we go on. We'll put in a minute. Yep. Um, there's quite a lot of stuff over the weekend. Obviously, it's uh, International Invisible Illness Awareness Day. Um, we've got coffee mornings. There's a craft fair at the beaches. Um, pop-up tea room. The beaches is in Iceland, by the way, if anybody wants to know. Yes, and lots and lots of events on over the weekend. Of course, we've got the cinemas. We've got uh, disco at the Ely Beat Club, 7.30 on Saturday, and uh, Sunday markets. And what was the other one that came up there? It was Oh, yes, uh, Ely Antiques and Collectors Fair, Centre E, 10 o'clock on Sunday. And so, yeah. Actually, something you won't find oh. in the magazine, because we were only given it at the last minute, is this week is also the... Ely Model Railway Society Day at Ely College. Oh, I did not know we had I did not that. Okay. But it's, that's this Saturday, so anybody who wants to go, I think it's now on the website, but we didn't get it into the magazine. So. They have a display of trains and things. Yeah, there's loads of model railways. We went last okay. year. It was great fun. Oh, I'll pop along to that. Yeah, yeah. So um, anybody interested in uh, model railways, especially the kids, certainly go on and have a look. Uh, again, the event is on our website. So... Over to Hayley. Good morning, Hayley. <laughs> How are you? Hi. I'm good yourself. Yeah, good, thank you. So first of all, <clears throat> uh, congratulations are in order. For which part? Well, about two months' time, I do believe <laughs> you're yeah, becoming... I think it's 59 days today of becoming Mrs Ellis. Yeah. Marrying yeah. Stephen Ellis, local electrician. Plug there, <laughs> if you need an electrician. Shameless, shameless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exciting times, but busy times. But yeah, more busy by what's happening this weekend. Okay, well, so, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, okay, where to start? Um, so basically, um, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia um, a couple of years ago. Um, I have always had a form of illness because I was born with a genetic syndrome, um, but I had a trauma where I fell out of a caravan, as you do. I was sober, um, and I broke my ankle in three places and dislocated it, and I needed surgery, um, and I couldn't walk for four months, um, and the trauma of that, they believe, triggered a diagnosis of fibromyalgia. Um, fibromyalgia is characterised as a 
pain condition where you have widespread pain, um, but it also affects things like brain fog, so a bit of um, short-term memory problems, um, poor sleep. It can be linked to depression and IBS, and basically it's an umbrella term for um, a, f a multitude of, of con invisible issues, basically. Um, and I was quite poorly with fibromyalgia and my general health and was reliant on a wheelchair. And then I progressed to a walker and progressed to a stick. Um, and basically, I always said that when I felt a bit better, I wanted to do something about it in Ely because there wasn't anything at the time. So, um, yeah, the only support I could find locally at the time was Essex. So I wanted to... Um, set up a group which I did two years ago, so 2016, um, and we meet um, every other month in Ely and every month in Chatteris, but I also do one-off events like I'm doing Saturday. I offer lots of advice via email, phone, text, basically if you've got any questions about invisible illness and you live in the area and you just want someone to talk to, then I'm here. I don't, I don't, I feel like no one should feel alone because it is quite overwhelming to have a diagnosis and not really know what to do after that. So, so for those listening, ju just define for us what you mean by invisible illness. Basically, anything you can't see. So, for those people that are dependent on a wheelchair, it's quite visually obvious that they have some form of disability um, but what people don't realise is how difficult it can be when there isn't anything obviously wrong um, if you especially if you're not walking with a mobility aid but but you might still have a blue badge or you might still be in chronic pain or you you know you, we've all got things we're struggling with inside um, so it's the challenges that are faced when people don't necessarily understand because it's not very obvious um, that's the whole invisible side of things and that can include mental health physical health um, development conditions you know it's a big umbrella term of anything you can't see basically so and the statistics for fibromyalgia now are about one in 20 people um, have fibromyalgia it's actually one of the most common pain conditions wow. well I think you were looking something up this morning weren't you Simon about this yeah I mean the statistics show in the UK that um, over 11 million people live with uh, limiting long-term illness impairment or disability now whilst some of those are going to be visible uh, like you said Hayley less than 8% of disabled people in the UK use a wheelchair mm -hmm. and the figures are around sort of three to five percent will use some um, some other sort of aid like a walking stick so that leaves a, a massive number of people who have some sort of condition be it mental health uh, chronic pain some sort of genetic disorder immunodepressive disorders mm -hmm. and all these things that you you just can't see and yet yeah. I mean I had a, a whiplash injury myself um, was it 2007 yeah um, a uh, driver rammed into me at a junction at great speed and my neck was turned off to the side so it really rammed my neck and whilst I look absolutely fine and most of the time I've just got pain in my neck and my yeah. back all the time and you know I just don't show it because I get on and mm. you know move on and do things mm. but whilst I might look like I'm out active so I did all day DJing on Saturday but the next day I was you know in pain and mm. had to sit down most of the day so mm. that's you know that's a mild condition really in the yeah. grand scheme of things and that's and a big part of having the chronic illnesses and the invisible illnesses is that it's p planning and pacing your yeah. life and your days um so you might have a good day and be able to go out and you know do something with your family and friends yeah. or locally but then you might um you know need two days rest to recover or and that's a big part of what people don't understand as well mm. is if i see you well one day how comes another day you need to cancel your, your plans or you can't work or Absolutely, things yeah. like that so that's just raising awareness really that just because you can't necessarily see and and because you see someone have a good day doesn't mean that that's the standard no. um, baseline for that person really so 
that's what we're trying to do really is and there are you know a lot of people in Ely that have fibromyalgia and other invisible illnesses mm -hmm. today's also world lupus day which is another invisible illness which is more autoimmune mm -hmm. um so yeah and it's just trying to support those people and I, it, I feel quite lucky that I've had the background of working in the NHS as an occupational therapist because I can give some advice about um, benefits and equipment and aids and things like that sure. which which also helps so I can see it from both sides as well and it's quite been quite interesting going from professional to patient. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. how many people in Ely are you in contact with? Who well our, so we have a Facebook page, we have a website, we've got a mailing list um, and in on our, I think we've got just under 600 likes on our Facebook page um, I think just under 200 people on our mailing list um, and our events range in attendees it can be as little as three because it's bad weather and events and it, you know the people that come um, have conditions where they can't always attend yeah, but it can go up to uh, 40 I think last year on the coffee morning that I'm talking about later we had 100 people come through the door in the time period because it's all open to friends and family as well so yeah. it's about raising awareness for them and support for carers yeah so yeah everybody's welcome to just find out a bit more so i've just looked up your facebook page yeah. um so if anybody else wants to have a look at it uh, go to facebook.com forward slash camsis so it's c-a-m-b-s-i-i-s yeah. uh, but we'll put that link up on Perfect, the website a bit you. later on yeah we'll take a short break yeah. Hayley's chosen a couple of songs to bring with us uh, this morning so Hayley um, tell us about your first song why did you pick this one <laughs> so my first choice is Elton John I'm still standing I just find it a really positive upbeat song and in the face of um, adversity and physically not being able to you know stand and walk at sometimes it just gives me a positive upbeat um, song to sing to really and to remind myself how far I've come
that was Elton John. I'm still standing. Haley's first choice this morning for songs. Um, before we go on, I just want to uh, let people know that we have a pretty good competition running on Spot Nearly at the moment. Uh, opportunity to win quite rare merchandise from uh, 20th Century Fox, uh, all in association with Cineworld Ely. It is their first birthday this weekend and uh, they've given us a load of merchandise that they've got. Uh, all you need to do is head over to our page, find the post and um, tag a friend and answer one simple question. It's as simple as that really. So if you like Deadpool, oh, uh, all of that stuff <laughs> is there for somebody to win and also two tickets to go and see the film. Uh, you need to do that by May the 25th. Um, I want to take an opportunity here because we've got two of the people who are very much involved in something called Ely Perspective and while some of you may know what that is I think many won't and uh, these guys do some pretty good work around Ely so um, I'm going to hand the microphone over to Daniel uh, and, and hopefully Simon and these guys are going to tell you a little bit about Ely Perspective. Hi, so um, Ely Perspective, uh, it's a local voluntary group uh, based in Ely. Um, we meet monthly, it's about 15 or 20 members, um, and we work on projects for improving Ely. Um, so we've been running for about 20 years. It was first formed um, when there was money from Market Towns Initiative, and there was quite a lot of money to spend on projects in Ely. Um, and back then we... Um, we uh, raised uh, things like the Eel Trail, which you may notice around the city. Uh, you can follow from Cromwell House all around the city. You've got the brass eel studs in the pavement, and that takes you on a tour around Ely. And there are various eel sculptures around the city, which you may have spotted as well. There's the eel hive, isn't there, in Cherry Hill Park? Yep, that's a willow uh, walkthrough art sculpture. Yeah. And um, so we're still running now. Um, got a little bit less money than we had at the start. Yeah, we started with spent. hundreds of thousands of pounds. Yeah. Now we've, well, we, we do have a, a sizable sum for one of our big projects we at do. the moment. But um, yeah, we're always looking to fundraise at the moment. So. Uh, I like the way you did that, so you're keeping that secret still, <laughs> aren't you? No, 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 we're quite happy to say. I mean, we're working on Steeple Road, the area uh, adjacent to the cathedral behind the high street, which, as many of you will know, is less than beautiful at the moment due to uh, just general state of repair it's not really been touched for a couple of decades by the look of it and um, obviously there are issues there like uh, leaf litter and things that need cleaning up plus of course just a rejuvenation we want to put new benches in to make it look nicer and lighting the trees to make the area look pretty at night and stuff so we have 30 just over 30,000 pounds at the moment uh, that we're going to be putting towards that we're going to need to raise some more money um, to cover the nicer bits like the fine details we've got enough to do the the groundwork replace paving and so on but yeah that's one of our big projects at the moment and that's where most of the money's going so yeah and we do uh, smaller projects as well so um there's uh, you may have spotted around um city center some of the shop windows and um, they've got um photos in the window of how the shops used to look mm. so there are some which are as old as um, early 20th century yeah oh, this is the now and then project yeah which yes. had an early museum yeah we, oh, did, did, we did, did an exhibition yeah. for it about yeah. a year ago yeah yeah um, so there are about uh, 12 of those around the city at the moment and we're looking to expand that soon 
So if there are any shops or businesses that have a window and have a win uh, a photo of how it used to look, then um, then yeah, you might want to get involved. Or even if you don't have a photo, we might be able to find something in the uh, community archives at the library. Um, at, we can be emailed at inquiries at elyperspective.co.uk if you're interested. That's right. Yeah. Or, or just send us a message as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Simon is part of Spotted Ely at the end yeah. of the day as well. So, um, so great stuff. Um, thank you for that. So, if, you know, anybody wants to know a bit more about Ely Perspective, you've got a website, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. elyperspective.co.uk. So you can look up there. Are you looking for new members? or Always, yes, if you want to come along. Um, it may be that you have something that you want to do in Ely, something you want to change. There may be a little patch of grass near you that for the last 30 years has just been left to grow wild and you'd like to put a community garden in or something like that we can be sort of a vessel for getting that sort of thing done or generally just if you want to come along and join in I mean we do all sorts of things last night for example we uh, took our annual walkabout around the city uh, picking up issues that need fixing such as litter broken street furniture um, half replaced street furniture was an interesting one that came up yesterday outside uh, the uh, chip shop near the marketplace and they've replaced half the slats in the benches and left the other half all sort of rotten <laughs> uh, so we thought perhaps you could do a, a whole job there uh, district council if you're listening so yeah we pick up things like that and um, report them back uh, the city council actually asked us to report directly to them on this one and yeah we sort of feed that back and uh, it's a great way to point out things that are wrong with the city or could just use a little more love so yeah. lots of stuff you can get involved with yeah things do get fixed when you report them actually mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. cool lovely Thank right you. okay so that's Ely's perspective um, so look them up elyperspective.co.uk uh, and if you fancy being a member or helping donate or um, you know volunteer some time then, uh, then certainly do look them up um, so in the studio this morning we've got Hayley Mason who has come to talk to us uh, about International Fibromyalgia Day and the events that she's running this weekend. Um, we've touched a little bit on what invisible illnesses are and, and, and you know, what, what can cause them and, and, and things like that. Um, there's one thing that I want to ask and is um, for a long time invisible illnesses weren't particularly recognised mm. by people or by governments mm. or whatever. Mm. Has things changed now? Yeah, I think um, things are changing. I think they could always be improved. I think personally what I've noticed is if you see a GP that's under the age of 40, they have actually been trained differently. Mm. So they're in the syllabus now for medical school and things, there is more awareness about uh, chronic fatigue, ME, fibromyalgia, invisible illnesses as, they, as it were. Um, so that was a top tip that was given to me to try and see younger doctors. No offence to the older doctors, but just the trainings raise is more aware of, of the conditions. Mm. Um, I think also just medical advances um, and the ability to rule out other things now. So there's a lot more, there isn't a, a test for fibromyalgia, but there's other conditions that it could be that they're able to rule out. So I think that's um, helped as well. Um, but obviously there's loads more that could be done and I think that's a big part of what I like to do is, is raising awareness um, and trying to look at the pathways as well for getting diagnosed because you hear some people it takes up to five years to get diagnosed and they might be passed from pain clinic to rheumatologist through to GP to other specialists and then 
the end of that you just get a diagnosis and you might get a leaflet and then you get discharged so mm. that that's when the support's needed is after diagnosis as well so that's kind of what my Cambridge Invisible Illness Support Group is more about is the support after diagnosis um, but also if you need help trying to get diagnosed pointing you in the right direction of local uh, clinics and consultants that might be able to help with that as well. Okay. Uh, earlier you touched on, um, you know, when you go and do an activity with your family or whatever, mm. for a couple of days you might... Mm. How does that affect things like, you know, day-to-day working and, mm. uh, and looking after children and well, things exactly. like that? It's very challenging for a lot of people. Obviously everybody's different and I can't speak for everybody, but, you know, it, it does prevent a lot of people from working. It does prevent a lot of people from, you know, having regular commitments. It's, it is one of those conditions where you're not sure how you're going to wake up each day, um, especially because sleep can be affected quite a lot. So you can either have, you know, sleep for 12 hours and don't feel refreshed or have severe insomnia and can't sleep well for a week. So it is hard to make commitments, but I think finding understanding friends helps and that's partly you know a lot of members from my group have made friends with each other because it's nice to have people that understand if you need to cancel or things like that so there's that side of it as well but yeah a lot of people with invisible illnesses aren't able to work full-time but can volunteer can do part-time you know so it just depends on each person really Uh, with um, I mean, we're pretty much talking about individuals, but mm. how does these illnesses also affect the sort of the outer circle, the family and the friends of those people? Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. So that's why I try and include carers and family and friends as well, because it is difficult to watch somebody struggle and not be able to see something physically. Why? You know, that if it's all internal pain or internal fatigue it's hard for them you know you can't just put a plaster on it or you know wrap a bandage up it's 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 something internal so yeah there's a lot of a lot that can be done to help and support um carers as well whether that's a formal carer or an informal carer of just being a family member or a friend so yeah there's you know this carers trust and there's different organizations that do offer more specific carer support and definitely um they the, the carers and the people in your lives need as much support as anyone else and my i'm really lucky that my fiance steve comes to nearly every event with me and he will often have a chat with the carers as well just as you know give them a bit of reassurance as well that you you know you all you can do is your best and we and for, because they can't they don't live it with us you know they just can do what they can to help and support really but just understanding and um you know wanting to try and help is is, is enough really so yeah yeah well, i am to know your dad yes and um he's a character he's, <laughs> he is I'm he's sure very, a lot of people need to know, know my dad now <laughs> <laughs> um you know he's very proud of what you do and yeah. I'm, I'm sure that he's yeah, always he comes to most events yeah. as well so yeah big shout out to my dad as well thank <laughs> you for your help and support <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, I'm sure he'll be there on Saturday we'll come yes. back in a moment yes. we'll talk about the event that you're putting yeah. on on Saturday Great. but just for now tell us about the second song you've chosen this morning yeah the second song is called Fight Song again it's another just empowering positive song about um, standing up for yourself and despite what conditions you've got just you know trying to put positive steps forward and and give it your best shot, basically. Okay, so this is Fight Song by Rachel Platten. Like a small boat on the ocean Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open I might only have one match, but I can make an explosion and all those things I didn't say Were wrecking balls inside my brain I was screaming loud tonight 
eyes and I'm chasing sleep Everybody's worried about me In too deep Say I'm in too deep It's been two years, I miss my home But there's a fire burning in my bones Still believe Yeah, I still believe And all those things I didn't say Wrecking balls inside my brain I was screaming Great song there. So, um, carrying on the discussion there with Haley, I just wanted to touch on another aspect of hidden illness, which is the um, benefits side of it. Because mm. obviously, it's a, a, the range of conditions can lead to inability to work, yeah. as you said. Mm. And I think the statistics said over forty-five percent of people with some sort of disability or illness are unemployed, mm. uh, compared with. Uh, under half of that for um, people without those conditions so a lot of people rely on their benefits and in particular the personal independence payment or PIP that the government recently rolled in and I know from personal experience with a family member having to support her through um, a reassessment from the old system mm. which was rejected and um, having been on it for 10 years they uh, scored her zero points in her PIP assessment so we had to take it all the way through to tribunal yeah. and um, it's obviously a very very difficult and stressful process yeah, and definitely. there's already a stigma attached mm. to a lot of these illnesses and then you get the extra kick of the stigma for mm. being a benefits recipient mm. I mean what advice can you really give to people who are well, it's the same with um, yeah with with benefits with the badges it's it's, it's difficult because you do feel like you have to sort of justify yourself mm. to someone else when it's you that has to live with the condition each day um the advice i would give really is um citizens advice bureau and other benefit agencies are good um but also your the specific condition that you have so for example fibromyalgia or lupus or me 
pardon me, on their website they normally have um, some guidance about applying. It's a bit like with in mental health conditions, if you go on the MIND website, yep. they have a specific section about advice for applying for PIP or other benefits based okay. on your condition. Um, I personally have offered some advice and help. Um, I can't claim that I'm, you know, specifically trained in that or anything but um, I've, I have helped a few people so again if anyone wants to get in touch um, we do have a village benefits system in Ely but um, I haven't spoke to them recently but I believe they, they can actually come out and see you in your own home as well which is great if you can't get out because of your illnesses um, but I have there has been a lot of horror stories especially at the beginning when it there was the transition from DLA to yeah. PIP um, which is the disability living allowance to the new system but I have seen some documents that they've reformed it a little bit they are taking into account things a bit more especially around mental health because there wasn't there wasn't yeah, no it, mental health consideration it was almost really. it was uh, stacked against yeah. mental health the way the yeah. questions were worded yeah. it was quite so I know that MIND has done a lot of work to improve that yeah. um, and I know that some people have been sent letters that they can be reassessed if they want to and things like that so oh, that's good. hopefully things are improving um and again, it's all very individual. Not not just you know, not everybody has to be on benefits or relies on benefits. Some people are able to to work and keep going. Mm. But if you feel that that's what you need, then definitely look into it and don't let the horror stories put you off. No, I think the most useful piece of advice I could give. Well, firstly, Citizens Advice Bureau were fantastic in mm. helping. Um, they have a wealth of information on their websites. So if you can't even get to them, but uh, they also have a phone line for advice too. But uh, really, as you, you said earlier, you know you can't control when these things will strike. Mm. You can't plan to have an appointment to be assessed. Mm. So if someone's coming to your home and you can't normally keep it too tidy or clean because of your condition, don't feel the need to clean up especially and put on a good show. You need mm. to show them always your how you are on your worst day because mm. those are the days that they need to be supporting you on and financially and don't feel a need to hide your condition in mm. that sense because uh, again and again I saw on forums and advice when I was looking for my relative that it's just people you know constantly feeling this need to put on the good show yeah. and you know best Sunday dress and all that yeah. and it's it's not going to do you any favours yeah you've got to be real yeah. definitely be real about be true to your condition and how it affects you yeah, yeah definitely yeah. okay so Saturday, Saturday, International Fibromyalgia Day. Yeah, I hope I keep saying that right. Yeah, it's, it's okay, yeah. <laughs> it's not the easiest thing to say. Yeah, so it's been celebrated all around the world, um, actually, and it's also um, ME Awareness Day, um, so that's chronic, chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, so ME Action and Fibromyalgia Action have got events happening all around the world um, and we're having one in Ely so we're having a drop-in coffee morning from 10 till 12 in the church hall of St Mary's Church in Ely. Um, come any time during that time, don't feel you have to stay for any length of time. There'll be free refreshments, free hot drinks, cold drinks and probably some bickies and other forms of snacks um, and basically it's just a chance to meet other people, ask some questions, find out some more information and just as a way to show um, our support really and raise awareness so and, and anybody's welcome anybody absolutely anybody you don't, if you just want to know a little yeah, bit more about exactly. it you don't have to have any conditions or know anybody that's got any conditions even if you just want to come and have a free drink and just know what we're all about um, and just spread the word that would be really great we've got a Facebook event um, and 
yeah, it's on um, it's on lots of different platforms now as well. So yeah, please share and and come along. Yeah, if you want to know more about that, you can just go to www.spottingdaily.com forward slash five nine three one four. There you are. Yeah, that makes it easy to find. So that's five nine three one four. Saturday morning, ten a.m. St Mary's Church in Ely is the International Invisible illness awareness day event that Haley and the group are putting on um so it'd be great if everybody could get down there um just to capture other events going on at the weekend again we've already touched on this they open weekend at the new leisure center the hive um so uh, that's open from 10 a.m both saturday yep, not, and 9 a.m. <laughs> not 9 a.m <laughs> Uh, I can add in about that as well that I have contacted Better Healthcare and they have said that they do do an all-inclusive disability um, membership so if you've got if you've got proof that you have disability you get included at all your gym all your swim and all your classes for 9.95 a month so that's a good that's deal yeah. Um, so yeah just um, I, <coughs> they said that you can't join until they've officially opened I think from the 14th right. but if anybody uh, they mentioned yes they do also do concessionary membership for people benefits as well so yeah if you if you feel able to get active um there's a lot of research that proves that um chronic conditions and invisible illnesses do improve with gentle exercise and it's good for your mood and everything as well so yeah sounds like a good deal to me yeah all right okay so hopefully you can get a bit more information for the weekend and take it with you down there yeah um we have approached the hive asking them to come and do a, a podcast with us and tell us a bit more i know we did this hive special not so long back but if we can actually get people in there in, in here we can actually ask them a few questions and maybe even get people ringing in because we've just figured that bit out so yep. <laughs> that'll be great uh also this weekend uh the king's school are putting on a year five master classes and actually there's one on here that looks really for robotic races Wow. I think we need to go and cover that. That would be brilliant. Do you think I could pass for five? Yeah, year, year five. You've only got to be year five. We can go with that, can't we? That looks quite good fun. Uh, the usual food markets are on at the weekend. Um, Ely Station. Uh, this is a good one for Cats Protection League. They're raising money uh, on Saturday. So if you're down at Ely Railway Station, uh, do look them up uh, for a very worldwide cause. Uh, obviously, if you like your beer, Wiccan Beer Festival is on this weekend. Um, Burwell Museum and Windmill is up and running this weekend uh, what else we got plenty on at the cinema as always Le in concert at Ely Cathedral um, on Sunday um, bu- 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 oh Newmarket Town Band so we the summer concerts start again on oh, Jubilee yeah. Gardens on Sunday afternoon uh, the first one is Newmarket Town Band always good fun and if the weather's lovely always a nice place to uh, go and chill out for the afternoon um, yeah so other than that I think that's pretty much all a lot of the events covered this weekend uh, the one that I want to give um, a shout to is the tennis club uh, they're having a try tennis um, afternoon on Saturday and I'll just quickly get those details um, that is uh, for anybody who doesn't know where the Ely tennis club is it is behind um, the leisure village uh, next to the rugby club and that will be open from 12 till 5 uh, and it's completely free you don't even need to take anything with you because they'll supply all the balls and rackets for you to try and the tennis academy will also have uh, coaches on hand to give you tips and advice so if you want to play or become the next Novak Djokovic or uh, Andy Murray uh, please do head along there and have a go at tennis um, so the morning has been about um, 
Invisible Illnesses. Mm. Thank you very much, Hayley, for Thank coming. You Thank you. Thank Please, you everybody, go down and um, and, and support uh, Hayley in her event on Saturday. Learn a bit more about all these invisible illnesses. And and to be honest, you know, everybody's guilty of it. I think probably walking around and not knowing that somebody you know has has, has an illness and um, can be quite judgmental at times and i think we've all done it at some mm. point in the past so uh, definitely worth going down and supporting uh this and, and learning a bit more information so thank you everyone for joining me this morning from thank daniel you. simon Haley. Uh, i've been mark Kinney. this is the spotted and early podcast and uh, have a great day